Welcome to the Super Sleuth Podcast, presented by the Frostburg State University Children's Literature Center. Get ready to time travel with your hosts, Bill and Cameron, and use your detective skills to identify our mystery famous person. We'll give you 10 clues about our famous person, plus we'll give you the meanings of three vocabulary words related to our famous person. Using the 10 clues and three vocabulary words, can you identify our mystery famous person? Be sure to listen all the way through our podcast because Bill and Cameron will also have a special segment involving superheroes and will tell you all about an awesome new book. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud. Are you ready to have fun? Let's start the Super Sleuth Podcast. We are back. Episode number three, season number four. How are you doing, Cameron? I'm doing great. Oh, good. Let's talk for a minute about who we featured in the last episode. We featured Elgin Baylor in our last episode. So if you guessed Elgin Baylor, then that is correct. And we took it from the book, our clues from the book, Above the Rim, How Elgin Baylor Changed Basketball by Jen Bryant and illustrated by Frank Morrison. So we need to talk about the vocabulary. Yes, we do. So the first vocabulary word was an adjective, and it means caused by natural impulse or desire, not forced or compelled, not planned beforehand, and that word was spontaneous. The second word we were looking for was a noun, a set of values based on the moral virtues of hard work and diligence. And the word is work ethic. The last word was a noun, and it means the act of making or recognizing differences and distinctions, making a difference in favor of or against. There was blank against the Jews in Germany, and that word is discrimination. So those are the vocabulary words for the last episode. And now the superhero for the last episode was none other than Johnny Storm or the Human Torch. So if you guessed Johnny Storm or the Human Torch, you were correct. And now we are ready for our clues for this episode. And I think Cameron is going to start. He looks like he looks eager. Are you yes, ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Clue number one. I was born the day before Christmas in the year 1940 in Brooklyn, New York. Clue number one. I was born the day before Christmas in the year 1940 in Brooklyn, New York. Clue number two. I loved reading encyclopedias to find answers about ocean life, the spinning stars in the galaxies, and even about the fish in my aquarium. Clue number two. I loved reading encyclopedias to find answers about ocean life, the spinning stars in the galaxies, and even about the fish in my aquarium. Clue number three. My dad was a pharmacist who ran his own drugstore where my mom and older sister served customers at the cash register. I delivered prescriptions on my Schwinn bicycle and sometimes got a nickel tip for the delivery. 
Clue number three. My dad was a pharmacist who ran his own drugstore where my mom and older sister served customers at the cash register. I delivered prescriptions on, on my Swin bicycle and sometimes got a nickel tip for delivery. Clue number four. When I struggled with homework, my father often helped me and reminded me that every problem has a solution. Try not to get discouraged and to work it out. Clue number four. When I struggled with homework, my father often helped me and reminded me that every problem has a solution. Try not to get discouraged and to work it out. Clue number five. My neighborhood was full of tough guys and I was small of stature. We played stickball in the streets and measured how good we were by how far we could hit the ball by using the city's sewer covers, which were 100 feet apart space as the gauge. I was a two sewer guy. Clue number five. My neighborhood was full of tough guys and I was small of stature. We played stickball in the streets and measured how good we were by how far we could hit the ball by using the city sewer covers, which were 100 feet apart space as a gauge. I was a two sewer guy. Clue number six. In high school, I championed my high school basketball team, even though I was only five foot seven inches tall. In my senior year, I decided to become a doctor and got a summer job working construction to help pay for the tuition. Clue number six. In high school, I championed my school basketball team, even though I was only five foot seven inches tall. In my senior year, I decided to become a doctor and got a summer job working construction to help pay for my tuition. Clue number seven, I graduated from Cornell University's Medical College, first in my class in 1966. After completing my medical residency in 1968, I joined the National Institutes of Health as a clinical associate, took a one-year break to work as a chief resident at Cornell Medical Center, returned in 1972 to the National Institutes of Health, as a senior researcher studying infectious diseases. Clue number seven. I graduated from Cornell University Medical College first in my class in 1966. After completing my medical residency in 1968, I joined the National Institutes of Health, or NIH, as a clinical associate. Took a one-year break to work as a chief resident at Cornell Medical Center. Returned in 1972 to NIH as a senior researcher studying infectious diseases. Clue number eight. In 1984, I became director of NIAID, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, studying the diseases of AIDS in 1981, the West Nile virus in 1999, SARS in 2003, and Ebola in 2014. 
Clue number eight. In 1984, I became director of NIAID, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Studying the diseases of AIDS in 1981, the West Nile virus in 1999, SARS in 2003, and Ebola in 2014. Clue number nine. In 2008, President Bush gave me the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which is the highest award given to a civilian in the United States. It was for my work on the AIDS relief program and my work on fighting infectious diseases. Clue number nine. In 2008, President Bush gave me the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which is the highest award given to a civilian in the United States. It was for my work on the AIDS relief program and my work on fighting infectious diseases. Clue number 10. In 2020, I met my biggest challenge, the coronavirus, and convincing Americans to be vaccinated. Clue number 10. In 2020, I met my biggest challenge, the coronavirus, and convincing Americans to become vaccinated. Clue number 11. I acted as a advisor to every U.S. president since Ronald Reagan and now serve as chief, chief medical advisor to President Biden. Clue number 11. I acted as an advisor to every U.S. president since Ronald Reagan and now serve as, serve as chief medical advisor to President Biden. Clue number 12. Who am I? Clue number 12. Who am I? And now we're ready for the vocabulary. Remember, the, these words are found in the clues. And Cameron's going to start. The first vocabulary word is an adjective. And it means caused by an infection introduced by germs transmitted through air, water, people, clothing, and insects. The first clue is a adjective, and it means caused by an infection introduced by germs transmitted through the air, water, people, clothing, and insects. The second vocabulary word we're looking for is a noun, and it's a person's natural height. The second vocabulary word we're looking for is a noun. Definition is a person's natural height. The last vocabulary word is a noun, and it means an underground pipe or channel for carrying off wastewater and refuse. The last vocabulary word is a noun, and it means an underground pipe or channel for carrying off wastewater and refuse. And now it is time for the superhero. Super right. Yes. Uh, so our superhero, um, he is a part of a team of four other heroes. His catchphrase is clobber in time. And he looks like a giant orange rock. Okay. So those are the clues for the superhero. 
Okay. I'm going to give a clue for our next episode, and then I'll let you talk about how people can get in touch with us. It's kind of a fill-in-the-blank clue. So when you plug in your computer or cell phone, you use blank. That's your clue. If you would like to get in contact with us, um, one way you can get in contact with us is uh, via email. So you can email us, and this is all lowercase. You can email us at frostburgclc at gmail.com. So you can send us an email, and you can email us your answer to the clues um, or if you have any questions or suggestions. Another way that you can get in contact with us is if you go to www.frostburg.edu and in the search box, type in CLC. And on that page, you will see a tab that says the CLC Super Sleuth Podcast. And so you can also get in contact with us that way and you can find us on there. And our podcast is on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play Music, so you can find our podcasts in those places as well. Thank you, Cameron. Great job. I hope everybody enjoys this episode. It's been fun, Super Sleuths. Now make sure to submit your answers to who you believe is our mystery famous person and the three vocabulary words. Also, be sure to look for future episodes of the Super Sleuth podcast on SoundCloud. And if you have any questions or comments, you can contact us on our SoundCloud page. Please join Bill and Cameron again for more time traveling. And in the meantime, great job, Super Sleuths. Super Sleuths.